All right. Um, no music still. <laughs> <laughs> We're so professional. Exactly. Um, okay. So uh, welcome to the Rose and Dagger podcast. I'm Nick, um, a.k.a. Lou and has AF and then Yes is a world on AO3. And I'm Lauren, kings of everything on both. Woo! Yay! Yay. All right, so today we're talking about fests, fic fests, challenges, and exchanges. And Big Bang. And Big Bang. I I wanted to look up the definitions um, on FanLore mm-hmm. uh, just to be sure. And so basically, challenge is like the overarching definition of any kind of. Oh, okay. And then uh, a fest is where people provide prompts and you pick or like, like what we did with 50 reasons where we already had the prompts. Yeah. I was going to say that's not true (laughs) because there's also ones where like, it's just like uh, you can write whatever prompt you want. Right. Or like kink fests. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, well, and big bang is a fest. Yeah. I feel like it's like a lot of uh oh I was about so, to use big So I think I think a good way maybe to to say is like a fest is like you're not writing it for someone, you're just writing it for yourself. And right. an exchange is when you are right you're using somebody else's prompt and you are like gifting a fic to them. Yes. Yeah. And um I yeah, cuz fests are so much easier like uh, and also fan works they can just be fan works and not just fic like with the vegas fest or like the well any of them like gray sweatpants yeah. if you do art you could do art for it too or like for people to do art for gray sweatpants by the way <laughs> yes someone please someone and, or music uh, playlists playlists about gray sweatpants that would be amazing well there's a vegas <laughs> <laughs> now i'm thinking um, but yeah, uh, yeah, like, uh, the exchanges in our fandom are kind of slowly dying. Yeah. And, and, uh, I, I am not uh, that upset by it, but, uh, Emu is not thrilled. She likes an exchange. I, I mean, I like an exchange in concept, um, but modding an exchange add so much more work to it that I can see why less people are opting to mod and exchange. And if you're going to mod something, you just do a fest because it's easier. Oh yeah. Way easier. Yeah. So, because if you're in an exchange, um, you have to be, I'm going into like knowledge mode and not conversation mode. (laughs) Real quick though, with an exchange, like the main thing that I think people just don't, get is that you're writing a present it's a present it's a gift you're writing something for someone and so it's not like a fest where you can drop and it doesn't affect anybody if you drop out of an exchange you're screwing somebody over if you don't you know if you drop out late if you drop out fairly early then it's not hard to get a pinch hitter but when you're dropping like close to the due date you're 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 that's not cool Right. So let's back up and let's like sort of ex- like explain like how it works, like the whole process. Yeah. Because I think that some people listening might not like have ever done it and they don't. Well, yeah. I, when yeah. the first exchange oh. that I did, I had no idea what, I, what it was about. Yeah. yeah. So um, 
most exchanges, the most historical changes. Exchanges. You say where your experience comes from. Um, oh gosh. Um, so I modded the summer exchange in 2017 and 2018. The Tomlinshaw exchange, one of those years, if I'm remembering correctly, not last year. Maybe that yeah, was 2017, I think. Um, I think that's it for exchanges. I think this are the three exchanges I did. Um, but so um, the ones I did, you would sort of, you would put, AO, AO3 has it all set up that you can put your prompts in AO3. I've seen some ones recently where people do it just in like Google Docs or something, and they're, I guess, matching on the, on the, on their own without the program. Um, but AO3 does have a system where you can sign up to be in a, sign up to be in an exchange. And then you put in the prompts that you would like, you put in what you would like to write, like all the tags that, you, that you'd like, and then you put in all of the things you don't wanna write. And the tag part, I think, is the important part, right? Absolutely, yeah, because um, like as a mod, we tried to just do it all through AO3 and then you know, look at it after, but AO3 then uses the program to match up like, if someone says they want to write hurt comfort and somebody says they would like a fic that has hurt comfort, it'll match those two things up. So I think that people who participate in exchanges don't understand the importance of the properly tagging your, uh, your sign up. Right. You don't, um, that's not the time to write nonsense and tags. Like I don't know how to tag stuff, right. which is fine if you're just posting a fic, but for an exchange, it's like, you want to use the tags that already exist, like um, if, uh, like you said, hurt comfort or uh, friends to lovers or um, uh, restaurant AU. Mm -hmm. Be more specific in tags because you can use a lot of them with like 15 yeah. tags or something like that. Maybe even more. I think I think as a mod you can choose how many, but you can, yeah you can put a whole bunch on there. So and the more the better. Exactly. Um, and then so and then from, from a mod point of view, then once once everybody who signs up does that puts everything in. Um, and that's why there used to be um, the other difference, sorry, between fast and exchanges is sign up dates, because with exchanges, you have to have a sign up date and so that you can do your matchings and and pair things up. Um, so then the program would go through and it would match up like um, you know, the, the ones that seem like it would be a good fit. Um, and then us as mods had to go through and double check all of that to make sure, um, if there was somebody who didn't want to write smut, but then they were matched up with somebody who only, who really wanted smut, but none of that was tagged or whatever. We then would have to go through and manually rearrange everything so that it was, um, as perfect as we could get it. Um, which means that it was never totally perfect. Um, and I think that's stressful for a lot of writers because then they're sometimes getting things, you know, normally you would submit three props. And sometimes then if a writer got like one, only one or two that they could write and not all three they could write, they would, they would not be happy about that. Um, or... It's not a perfect yeah, system. Exactly, yeah. But yeah. you have to be willing to bend a little bit as a writer. Exactly. Like I know that, you know, well, uh, 
secondhand and wines was my last summer exchange fic and uh you said i i knew that you you know obviously knew you were modding and so i knew that i wasn't going to get something like totally off the wall that i couldn't <laughs> handle but even with that prompt i remember getting my prompts and messaging you like i don't think i can do any of these <laughs> what's happening um because the original prompt um included uh like actual cheating and i uh didn't know that i could handle that and also i think the original prompt made him older 10 years older yeah um instead of five um but again you can kind of bend your prompts as well just a little bit like i don't think anyone goes into an exchange expect if you go into an exchange expecting to get exactly what you list that's not the purpose of an exchange. It's a it's a gift, so it's based on your prompt. Yeah, and you, like you're not gonna get exactly, like Yeah, if you want exactly what's in your head, you should need to write it yourself. Right. Because of prompt giving somebody a prompt and they're gonna go off and do their own thing based on a prompt. So yeah. Yeah. And writers also you have to use the prompts. Like you can't yeah. just write uh, a soulmate fit because that's what you want to write when the person who you're writing for listed like a pirate uh you know what i'm saying i don't feel like i don't have to give too many examples but like you you have to at least stay within the realm of the prompts you can't just write something else um it's not fair again you're it's a gift for someone and i that's the part that i kind of want to hammer <laughs> me like uh, hammering um it's a lot of people just don't get that. They think of it as a fest and they don't think about the person that they're writing for. Um, not that you even have to know that person or anything, mm -hmm. but I think also that might be where some of the problems with the way that our fandom is. Um, people don't want to sign up and like get paired with, you know, to write for um, someone that they don't like or whatever. Um, and you don't, it's not like a switch. You're not writing for the person who's writing for you. Right. Because you don't know who's writing for you because it's anonymous, but you know who you're writing for. Right. Um, what else do, is there to say about exchanges? Pinch hitters. Uh, pinch hitters, yes. So obviously, um, life happens. People with the best of intentions um, can end up dropping for any number of reasons. Um, I... As somebody who has anxiety, I understand the stress of not wanting to let anybody down and not wanting to tell someone that you are going to let them down. But I cannot stress how much better it is to say that. To say either I don't think I'm going to be able to finish, I need some help, I need an, I need a, um, an extension and to turn it in later, or to say I cannot do this and I'm dropping. And the earlier, the better, really. Um, but at any point, like saying that is better than not saying anything because the mods, like you, we have to find a pitch hitter. Um, like one summer I wrote four fix in the space of like a month because yes, we didn't have any pinch hitters and people were dropping so late. And that was 2017. And that was the first one that was, that was, I actually, I like, I really like some of those fics that I wrote, so I'm not... The pressure to write super fast. Yeah, exactly. Yes, because I wrote, uh, I wrote Molly's fic yeah. in like a day. You were like, can yeah. you write a fic? And I was like, okay. 
<laughs> let me get it. Um, but yeah, like pinch hitting. Um, yeah, if you if you're gonna drop, be a grown up. Yes. You know, we all. I mean, it's hard, and I, you know, like we were saying, anxiety. It's it sucks, but also try to understand that the people on the other side, the mods, are working hard to and if you don't let them know they can't help you and um like waiting until the last minute because you're embarrassed it's like it's understandable but like you're making it that much harder for the mods and that much harder for the person who is pinch hitting because then that person has to step in and they have less time like um we had that with 50 reasons because we were posting one a day um, so we had some pinch hits that were written super fast. Thank you to like uh, uh, KK, who I like, always want to say her old, her old <laughs> URL, um, Dinosaur's Mate, um, straight up. And, uh, and PhD Mama, who both I think wrote fix in like 48 hours for us. Uh, and it's like, and I've pinch hit. Uh, for summer exchange, um, a pinch hit for the 31 days of smut and, uh, on Harry Potter, the Harry Potter, the Potter direction this year, I didn't sign up <laughs> because I didn't want to write a Potter direction pick because it was so stressful the first time that I, I really have a hard time with combining the worlds. And, uh, and so I didn't sign up on purpose, but then I saw that she needed a pinch hitter and I was like, sure without thinking about it and then but it was okay it worked out um but yeah I think that might be it for exchanges um well I was gonna say I think the only other thing about that is that um what was I gonna say with pinch hitters um I wanted to just shout out pitch hitters in general and yes. say thank you and say you guys are amazing and anybody who signs up to be a pinch hitter even if you're not used because they're not needed or um, if you do write them, if you don't write them, you guys are the unsung heroes of exchanges. You don't get a fic in exchange if you're signing up for it. You're just signing up to like help out. Um, and you all deserve huge rounds of applauses and I love you all. So yes, pinch hitters are amazing. Like with the 28 proposals, we just, I just did the check-in, um, a couple weeks ago and, um, I, a couple of people didn't check in um, mm -hmm. and didn't respond to messages, which just respond and say, I can't do it. Um, because again, it's communication. Uh, it doesn't look good when you just don't, when you ghost, because then, you know, whoever's modding is going to remember that and they're not going to want you to sign up for another thing. But if you say, you know, school's been really busy and I had a really big project or my car broke down and I haven't had time, you know, just whatever. It's so much easier to, to understand and forgive someone for like that. But when you just don't say anything at all, it's not, that's not, that's not a good look. So I know it's scary, but it's always better to communicate. Always. When that can just swing right into Big Bang. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, can we, can we, can we, I feel like Big Bang is such a big thing. Um, it really is. Yeah. So fests, I feel like in general, fests are, um, fests are just less pressure 
mm-hmm. drop, it's fine. No one's expecting, like, no one's waiting on a fix for you. I mean, the mod is in a, in a, you know, they want to have fix for their fest, but it's not like somebody has written a fic and is expecting a fic in return. Right. So it's less pressure all around. The rules are generally lessened, but that sort of depends. And yeah, it can be like art or fix or fan, any sort of fan works at all um, in fests. Um, and then fests can be um, about anything. I mean, I guess exchanges can too. Um, but I love the wide array of different kinds of fests that we have. Yes. In the fandom. Um, well, yeah, like Gray Sweatpants, the Larried in Vegas. Um, what was uh, the Anything But? Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> um, that was fun making because it was like uh, uh, location and then like sex act, but it couldn't be like penetration and it uh, it couldn't be in, um, in a bed. And so... Uh, it was just really fun to see what people came up with for those. But then again, it was a fest. And so people dropped and, and I had people message and say, you know, I, I can't do it. And it's like, it's no big deal. It's fine. You know, cause you're not writing for someone like you were writing someone else's prompt, but it wasn't for them. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so for the fest, the prompts are set up all, it totally depends on the mod and how they want to do it. Some there's a set list of here are the prompts and you can pick from these prompts. Um, that either the mod gives or are like crowdsourced, um, or sometimes it can just be, um, I'm going to do this fest and you guys can write whatever you want to write. Um, or sometimes there's sort of a combo. That's what I did for the, um, poly fest is sort of, you can crowdsource prompts. If you don't know what you want to write, here are some prompts you can use, but also you can write whatever you want, you know, your own thing too. Um, so, and I know a lot of people like to, they know what they want to write. And so there's, I think, some anxiety sometimes about um, if I put my prompt in, is somebody else going to take my prompt? Um, and I think a lot of times, as long as you reach out to the mod, again, communication, and just say, like, this is what I want to write. Here's my prompt. Like, you know, most of them aren't going to let somebody else take it. So, um, Communication. Sparkle fingers. And that's, what, that's what we should title this one instead of best <laughs> challenges exchanges and Big Bang. Communication. <laughs> oh, Maybe before Big Bang, because we had the an ask about um, collaborating outside of fests and how what how it's different. Yeah. And, um, I've done that. Um, I'm counting in my head. I think just twice with Marie, um, with, uh, with heading for limbo, I just, I really, really wanted art and, um, and I love her. She's wonderful and sweet and so talented. And, um, and so I have that where I commissioned art from her and, Oh, she did two for me. She did the art for uh, fall at my door that I like years later asked, asked her for, um, and that was her first ever Larry art. She'd oh never drawn, drawn them together until she drew that. Like, she'd drawn them separately. Um, but so that one, and then, and like for that one, I went to her and I said, I want, I've, there's a scene in this fic, and I just love this scene so much, and I would love to see it come to life. 
and um, if you're interested, I'd like to commission art from you. And then she was like, you know, okay, yes, I've read the fic and I know what you're talking about. And then um, she sent me her price list and she's like, this is, you know, for black and white, uh, uh, color, um, watercolor, uh, like, cause she does drawings as well as paintings. And, um, and I picked from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, and paid her. You need to pay your artists. You yeah. cannot expect people to do stuff like that for free when, like, it's one thing if someone comes to you and says, I loved your fic and I really want to draw this scene. Right. Then, you know, obviously then you're not expected to give them money for it unless you just want to, which is yeah. probably <laughs> totally fine. But, um, but you can't ask somebody to do something like that for free. Um, and uh, so she did the three uh, drawings for Heading for Limbo. Yep. Have you commissioned, you commissioned art? I commissioned, her. I've commissioned a manip for one of my, one of those summer things that I, that I pinch hit. Um, I really wanted them like looking, I was looking for a, a very specific image of um, like people in a, people in live, like in a library. Oh, yeah, the library. Themselves. Yeah. And I, um, and I couldn't find anything. And then I finally found one I liked, but it had somebody's face in it. Um, and so then I commissioned a manip um, to have Perry's face, I believe, put on put on this other person's, you know, on this stock photo. Um, so I've done that. Um, but yeah, again, like, I, you know, I didn't think like, oh, someone's just going to do this for me for free. Like, you know, pay your artists. Yeah. yeah. Now, see, I've had two... Uh, two artists do stuff for me for free. Um, well, not including Big Bang. Um, uh, Sylvia made me a manip for my summer exchange, for my first one, the Louis Surfer uh, manip, um, because she was, um, you know how sometimes writers block. She had like artists block, and she wanted to do something, and she couldn't think of anything, and we were in a group chat. And she was like, does anybody have anything I can do? And I said, yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And I sent her what I had so far of the draft. And and she made that um, manip for me. And then also, don't want shelter. Sayori, I miss her in fandom so much. We were in the same group chat. And she is just absolutely lovely. And... um, was learning about digital drawing and wouldn't accept payment. But um, we worked together as I wrote stuff. I sent her stuff and and she uh, drew as many, everything that she drew was what she wanted to draw. Um, I didn't expect that much art at all. Um, and so it does happen. Like if you have a friend who say, um, is an artist and is like, if I were, (laughs) if I were taking art classes, I would volunteer to do art for someone for free because I wouldn't feel comfortable taking money for, you know, like my stick figures. Um, but, uh, it's, it's not going to happen all the time and you have to pay people for what they do. You can't, art is so 
every artist in our fandom undercharges. If they do commissions, they never ask for enough money. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ridiculous the amount of hours that they spend on something and then ask for, like, $15. <laughs> I was going to say, you should think about what, like, at the very least, like, think about what minimum wage is. Yeah. And, like, you know, how much time it's going to take someone and then go from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, are we ready to talk about Big Bang? Um, yes, I think it's time to talk about Big Bang. Sign-ups start on October 1st for authors and artists. So, at the very basic level, what is Big Bang? Um, it is a collaboration between an author and an artist. The big comes from, it's... The original Big Bang was Harry and Draco, and uh, or Dreary, and um, it was supposed to represent like their explosive chemistry. Um, but the Big is also supposed to be the word count. Like the original Big Bang was a 50k minimum. Um, ours had dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped until it was down to 20, and we upped it. We're upping it this year to 25. And the reason for that is that you're working with an artist and that artist, it's not, you, they should get as much out of the collaboration as you, as the author gets out of the collaboration, if that makes sense. Um, They should have as much to work with as, um, as you're expecting to get in return and you can't expect you know four drawings for a 20k fic it's not it doesn't trade off to me um but uh you know a 50k fic or 75 or 100 or whatever then you know your artist is going to feel is going to want to make more art for a longer fic um that's I want to say that the the rules are they need to make one thing. So it's not like if you're writing 100K, it's not like for sure you're going to get more. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. you might yeah. not get. Yeah, but it, but it gives more for your artist to work with, and your artist might be inspired to make more if your fic is longer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like, we, I think people don't realize that um, you can do – one of the things that Emu said is that we don't have enough artists just in general. Big Bangs always have more authors than artists sign up and artists almost always have a lot of them end up doing more than one fic. Um, like my very first Big Bang was 2016 and uh, my artist um, did uh, two fics that year. Um, and um, like, so it's always it's always been that way, and I have read the history of Big Bang and stuff on fan lore, and um, uh, it's supposed to be a celebration of fanfic and fan art together. And I think in the in our fandom, it came to mean uh, like it was all about the author and just a little bit about the artists. Like authors were kind of treating the artists like like they were not working together, but working for them. Like the artist was working for them, which is not cool. Yeah. That's not in the spirit of Big Bang. 
and that's uh, why we started the Big Bang uh, separately, um, because it's about coming together and working together. And um, and we wanted to welcome everyone, uh, uh, all of the adults in the fandom, um, to work together um, to do to do that. And it was really great. I loved um, getting to know uh, the artists and um, like the authors and like the behind the scenes of it is um, it's kind of my nature to do stuff like that anyway. And so um, I really enjoyed modding it. Um, it's uh, well, do you, what do you, what do you want me to like? Well, well looking at my notes. So I think one thing about, I think the big bang in general, um, I think it's a really big festival um or a really big you know challenge it's um you know you guys were posting from march through may june june yeah so i mean it goes for posting started in april though okay um so it goes for a long time there's a lot of fix a lot of people are are participating um it's like a big fandom event so i think um I mean, I know last year's Big Bang was the first time I had ever done it, um, and I I was so nervous. The oh, it's whole scary. Time. From the moment I signed up, I felt sick about it until, like, three days after it posted. Like, the whole time, I was just a giant ball of nerves because I know there's going to be eyeballs looking on it. I know that people are going to be checking it out. Um I know that like I'm giving it to somebody to create art. I want that person to like it. I want that person to like connect with it specifically. And I don't know that person and they might, you know, like, you know, you're then building a relationship and writing it. Like there's just so much that, that is involved that it's a very scary um, situation. It's very worth it in the end. I was really um, very pleased um by how it all turned out um I said I wasn't gonna do it again and now I, ha I know I'm doing like one and a half for next year maybe <laughs> so um it took me like a few months to be like okay I think I can do this again even though I'm already like feeling sick about next year you're like but pre-stressed about <laughs> I absolutely am um but I think one of the, I think one of the things that is scary as a writer is that um, you're writing something and then you're handing it over to a collaborator to create some sort of art. It doesn't have to be um, like art in the way I, you think of art. It can be any fan work. It could be a mood board. It can be a, um, a playlist. It can be I can't even we think do, of it. With playlists, we require a mood board. Okay. Um, Manips. So, yeah, Manips. Uh, GIFs. Yep. Um, any kind of traditional art, digital art, uh, even like collages and stuff, mm -hmm. um, all of that. But yeah, it doesn't have to be just like a drawing. Yeah. But it is scary. Yeah. I guess that would be a difference between doing it out collaborating outside of Big Bang, um, you get to choose if you're if you decide to collaborate with an artist outside of Big Bang on your own, 
Um, the pro to that would be that you're choosing your artist. Um, and so you have more control over that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, going with Big Bang instead of doing it alone, um, you the exposure because like you said, it's a big fandom event. So there's more exposure. Uh, your fic will be um, seen more um, and people wait for it. They know it's coming every spring. It's like a big thing. I mean, it literally takes like half the year. Yeah. We um, sign up, start October 1st for authors and artists. Then um, uh, our th- author signups stop like the sometime in the first week of November, but artist signups go through the middle of December. And then, um, uh, and then we have like matching and we don't match. We, the artists pick by your summary. So um, that's something when you, when an author signs up for big bang, um, the summary is for your artist. So like with Merrill Herald, I didn't um, use the summary that I used on AO3. I put a more detailed summary because um, I didn't want anyone to think that, you know, I wanted them to know that Harry was married to an original character. I wanted more detail um, in there. And like, I I had to ask you for help (laughs) in my summary because you were like, like, I think I left um, Kate McKinnon out. Like I didn't have the dog part and uh, like the, the, you were better at, Uh, picking out the things that an artist would be interested in. And so I think that's how you kind of have to look at your fic when you're submitting your summary for Big Bang is like, don't try to make it like you want somebody to read it. Uh, Pull the things out of your fic that you, that you think would inspire someone to draw for it or make art for it. um, Where, uh, where you wouldn't necessarily include that on the, um, in the summary summary. We had people that were concerned about spoilers in their summary. And I'm like, you have to give your artist your fic before. And that's something that I really, uh, Imu and I were chatting about it. Um, uh, people like, again, communicate. That is the main thing. Um, <laughs> I would read Emma's messages word for word, but I don't think I could get through them without like cracking up laughing. But, um, you have to communicate. And that means, that does not mean, you know, sending someone a message once every two months. You, as soon as you're paired with your artist, you guys, authors and artists, you need to be once a week, you know, just say, you know, I'm going to message you every Sunday and, you know, you need to message me. But you guys need to talk. That's the main thing, because you're there. It's a collaboration and you're there to help each other through it and to support each other. So, like, if I um, if I was, you know, writing and feeling crappy about you know, a scene or something, then ideally I would be able to message my artist and say, you know, I'm really struggling. This is what I have so far. You have got to share your doc. You you can share it in, you know, in Google Docs, you can share just a view where they can't change anything. They can't do anything. They're just, they just have to make a copy of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
And so, but they need to see, and also, and then they can be like, this sounds great. You know, like one of the things that Emu said was like, uh, this scene reminds me of the color blue. What do you think of that? Like that's, you, you have to make it more of a relationship and that's what it's there for. And maybe you'll make a friend, you know, mm -hmm. like, um, and then, you know, you have an artist friend. <laughs> that's always fun. Um, but yeah, communication is the main thing because last year that was the worst part for us is like forcing people to talk to each other, being the go between the middleman. I don't mind doing it obviously, or I wouldn't mod, but it's, um, most of the time your artists, your authors, like you said, stressed out, you're pre-stressed signups haven't even started yet. <laughs> and, um, uh, so authors are stressed out about what they're writing and there there's like this huge anxiety about posting it's a big fest everyone's gonna see it it's so scary your author your artist is going through the same thing um and he, that's why it's a collaboration and why you're supposed to work together because you can lessen the stress on each other um and uh and then it becomes something different. And then it becomes a work that you did together. Um, and and this is totally me, like, spitballing. This isn't, I haven't talked to enough artists to know that, yes, this is the case. Um, but I also, like, I think um, from my experience and my friends and from what I've sort of had heard, um, it sounds a lot like a lot of writers are expecting their their artists to be not like a proper cheerleader, but a little bit more of a cheerleader, a little bit more of like more involved in the process. Yes. And I think that as writers, um, again, not all every writer has their own process, but I think as writers, we're constantly like, hey, I wrote three sentences. Can you read it and tell me that it's good? And we're, we're constantly like looking for feedback from like our friends and our writer friends and our groups and our, you know, we're, we're, we're out needing to be soothed all the time. Yes. And I think artists in our, in our fandom, um, like I hardly ever see whips um, from, from artists. I do sometimes, but. Um, you have to ask them for that. They're like, you really want to see this? And I'm like, heck yeah. Exactly. I would love to, but you know, I, cause I'm amazed by art in general and that people can do it but um it's much more no, solitary I think yeah it's a much more solitary writing. thing and so I think a lot of times you know what happens is you know the the writer sometimes gives their fic um and then there's you know the author the the artist is like yay great okay got that um, and then they go off and there's sort of radio silence too and then they come back with an amazing piece of art which is great but like you don't know that they're doing it. You don't know what scenes they're doing. You don't know, um, you know, so I think, I think communication on both parts, um, you know, everybody needs to be communicating with everybody um, through the whole process. And I think that would ease a lot of people's stress, um, you know, across the board when it comes to Big Bang. Yeah, one of the things that Emu said was like, uh, um, you can say whatever to your artist uh, that you're collaborating with, like, you know, I, I didn't write anything and I'm so stressed out or I wrote like a sentence. Please tell me it doesn't suck. Mm -hmm. um, and, and if you 
if you talk to your artists and you kind of get to know them, then they're going to know you a little better too. And the art will, they'll make better art because they're going to want to, they're going to, you know, wouldn't you want to make better art for someone who you like and who you have more of a relationship with rather than just a fic that you haven't read the finished copy of. Um, and then yes, what you said, like authors were very wordy. <laughs> we're, we're all over the place with the words. And then, um, so it, it, there's the anxiety of just participating in big bang. And then there's, uh, it, it's can be a little scary, you know, if, if you don't communicate, if your artist doesn't communicate with you back, um, no one, and we said, uh, the artist is not your enemy and they're not <laughs> looking for, 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 for perfection so you don't need to worry about spoilers when you're collaborating with someone because they need to know you know what's happening so that they can make better art um and like just you know respond and artists can be like i'm i'm really feeling crappy about my art lately um i can't draw anything but a stick figure let me show you this awful th you, you can show you know, show me your horrible drawing that you hate. And then I'm maybe cry over it. Cause it's so great. Like you don't, it's subjective. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's, you're going to be a lot harder on yourself than, uh, than someone else is going to be. And, um, and then also, you know, you need that, that little, you know, the compliment means a lot. Yeah. Um, and, um, but yeah, you can be like, oh, I like this one scene is really, I really like this and I imagine it this way in my head or, uh, or something like that. And then, um, like my big thing is I'm, and I know this about myself. I know that I'm not, um, in my writing, I often don't talk about setting. Um, I don't give a lot of details when it comes to setting, clothing, you know, all that stuff. Um, I, I that's just not generally my writing style. Um, and so last year for my artist and then my pinch hit artist, um, you know, I was like, look, this is, this is the way I write. I know that this is the way I write. Um, if you need more information, please ask. I'm happy to put more into the fic also. If, you know, you want to write, the, if you, if you want to draw some scene and, you know, you want to know what the furniture looks like or what color the walls are or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm I'm happy to provide that information and add it into the fic to make it a richer fic also um, to help with the drawing if that helps. Um, or if it doesn't help, you know, that's totally fine too. Um, so, yeah, just across the board, I think, sort of saying, like, and, it, you know, you guys are, are supposed to be working together to create a bigger project. Yeah, your partners. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to be equal. Yeah. And that's, I think, Emu and I, we were really trying to push that, that the artists are equal to the authors in the Big Bang. Okay. Um, one of the other things she said was that it is scary, um, which it is scary. You don't know because it's, um, Big Bang is not anonymous. You are, you could be writing your Big Bang now. Um, last year, I wrote Merrill Harold in like September, October-ish. Um, and the year that I, two, uh, two years before that, when I did Big Bang, I wrote it at, as NaNoWriMo and it was done. Uh, well, the draft was done. Uh, it then took six months to edit. But um, 
you know, um, it's scary. And like, especially, you know, you've got to come up with a summary that has to say enough. And then you just like send it off into the world and you're like, okay, what's happening now? Will I know who's going to pick me? What's happening? Oh my gosh. And it's really scary. Um, And also, you know, people do drop out a big bang. Again, communicate. If you as an artist are uh, ill or uh, anything, maybe you fall out of fandom. Mm -hmm. Something happens. You don't want to be in fandom anymore. Just let your author know and switch that around same thing if uh if you're an author and you think that you might not make the date your your whatever date um and it's past the drop date still even if you're gonna ghost on the mods please don't ghost on your artist like they've been working and and especially if they've been actually working on art for you then you know that's pretty shitty um we have uh I think most fests give you about three months to do from sign up to due date. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And so, but with Big Bang, you have six. And uh, as an author, you have six. You have uh, sign up October 1st, fixed due, end of March. So you have October, November, December, January, February, February, and March to write your fic of 25,000 words or more. Um, but you could be writing that now. You could have written it in June. You could have written it last year (laughs) just, or have been writing the same fic for three years. As long as you haven't uh, posted, um, like you can post snippets or whatever, but as long as you aren't like posting a work in progress on AO3 or on your blog, you can use something that you've been working on for a long time for big bang. That's great. Actually. Um, the, uh, what else? Sorry, I'm like I took screenshots of everything that she said. Um, but like one of what she said was that remember that the person on the other side is just as scared of of everything as as you are. Maybe the artist thinks their stuff isn't good enough. You know, that's a big big thing. She said <laughs> there aren't enough artists, but also people think that they're not artists when they are. Like um, I know Marie did your art for. Uh, for counterbalance and i love it it's so good and she's like it's just a sketch i'm sorry i couldn't do more and i'm like ah like are you kidding me this is so wonderful and like so i guess if you are like an artist and you're trained and you know what your normal style is and it's much more detailed and and stuff then um you think that that's what people will expect, but also uh, you can sign up and say, I can't do a bunch of detailed art, but I can do like two black and white sketches or line drawings. Totally fine. Yeah. Um, not that I'm pressuring Marie. <laughs> she's listening. <laughs> she's in school. She's got stuff to do. Um, but you have to, uh, as an as an author, if you start writing October 1st, when sign up start, Uh, As soon as you're paired with your artist in mid-December, you have got to share your doc. You cannot say, you know, um, I'm not going to share it with you until I have 20,000 words or whatever. You at least have to communicate with them that, you know, I only have 2K written. Please don't only have 2K. It hasn't (laughs) dated yet. It's not perfect. Like, you can give all of those things, but you still need to share what you have. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and, um, what else did she say? Because the artists have less time. 
Yeah. They have four. They have less than four months because it was like mid mid December is when we did the matching uh, or claims, and um, I think it went on like right before to right, right before Christmas. So really, the artists only have January, February, and March. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also you've got to think about your beta. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to give these people time to help you yeah. um, and one of the things that I really appreciated that Emu said was to put yourself in the support category uh, think of yourself if you're the author um, I'm going to make this fic awesome so that I can give my artists cool stuff to work with or as an artist I'm going to get the chance to make art that will really help my author's story come to life she says and it's true it's easy to become self-centered about these things since it is your creation of course that's really easy but it's helpful to put the other person first um uh i remember let's see in the the ask that we got about because there was a there were some specific uh questions about big bang about um betas you pick your own beta uh, you can have your fic pre-written. You can have it pre-baited. It can be ready to go, ready to post, uh, and you just send it to your artist and be done or whatever. You pick your own, but we do have betas. We have beta signups. And so if you want one from our signup, um, that's totally fine. You message, we or we have like a doc where you can like contact them and pick one yourself. But you pick it yourself unless you want us to, but that would I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. That would be weird. Um, and then posting dates uh, for someone. The message that we got was from someone who hadn't hasn't done Big Bang before. And um, posting is generally from the middle of April to the middle end of June. And um, we have uh, we go it by week, and it, we do a form, uh, Google Forms, and you go in and you pick which week. And what we do is we say what is the earliest your fic will be ready, and What's interesting is the way it's like a backwards bell curve. Like uh, it, it, everybody either picks week one or week eight. <laughs> like, there's, there's no in between. Um, there are very, very few people were picking anything other than that. Um, and so we had to do week one by um, who picked first. And, um, and then uh, same thing with, week eight whoever filled out the form first that's who got week eight but also communication we had authors who communicated with us throughout the process of them writing their big bang and those authors if they had prop like we had a couple of authors who were like i don't i don't know when i'm going to be able to like in february i'm really struggling i just want to let you know uh that i might be late or whatever and you know that communication got them a slot in the very last week because they were open with us and they told us what was going on and so they you know, they got into that last week. Now we did have a lot of people come to us, uh, and, uh, wanting, um, the last week. And so we did have to, you know, we can only do so many in on five days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just communicate and, and you do, you pick your posting week to an extent. Um, 
you we do it so that it is automatic automated through google docs and your uh, there's a timestamp and everything so if you want to post your fic on a specific day then you need to be there at i think we did 9 a.m so you need to be there at 9 a.m to be like filling out that form right away um and and then you're more likely to get your date um and the way that we do it too, the way that the old Big Bang was done was you put your fic, it was not a, the collection on AO3 was not moderated really. Um, it was not, it wasn't closed. You could just put your fic up. And so you put your fic up the day it was supposed to go up. Anytime within that 24 hour period, you could put your fic up. And so you had to do it then and so it was a big it was a it was a pain like i'd never added art to a fic i didn't know how to do the code and it was so i i was like shaking the whole time <laughs> like so scared that i was gonna mess it up and just like do it wrong and um and so and then also you know if you have it going up the day of you don't know if somebody's gonna ghost you could just not have a fic that day because they just decided that they're not gonna post it um and, and that sucks <laughs> but um but yeah so what so how, we did, so how, yeah so how do you guys do it now how we have it like a we it's a uh we open the collection we leave it as anonymous it's um nothing is revealed until the day so we want ideally again <laughs> in an ideal world every fic would be uploaded by the last day of March. Um, and we would reveal the fic each day, I think at 8 a.m. I think we did eight o'clock. Might've been nine, not real sure. No, it was eight o'clock. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> we would reveal the fic. And so um, we knew ahead of time that there was a fic. Now, some of the fics, did go up day of and then went up later um uh some you know sometimes people don't know how to even though we have instructions sometimes it's difficult to follow the instructions uh because you get nervous and we'll talk about we're going to talk about ao3 and posting to ao3 in a different episode when we do writing tools but um but again, communication. We have people saying like, I'm, I'm scheduled to post on Wednesday and I'm not quite done yet. Can I post on, you know, am I gonna be able to post? And the way that we had it set up was uh, Saturdays were for late fix. If you missed your posting date, then we would let you post on Saturday, either that week or the following week. Uh, or it, we weren't too concerned about that actually, like, but it was Saturday, even if it wasn't the same week. Um, that gave people it just took a lot of pressure off from uh posting it like properly the first time you could save it as a draft you go back through and read it and make sure everything's lined up properly um so it's i think easier for us to know that we have fix waiting to post rather than um just letting it happen and not you know knowing what's going to happen it went a lot smoother, I think. Um, one thing I want to say also about um, being a writer for Big Bang is I know sometimes that people feel like they are better at writing under pressure 
and that they are better at writing if they um, <laughs> if they have if they're closer to the deadline. So um, if that is you, um, I would recommend not signing up for Big Bang um, because it is not a situation where you can bang something out in three days and get it up because that does not give enough time for your artist um, to create any sort of art for it. Um, you really need to not write it. Um, if, if, if you look inside yourself, if you are the kind of person who really does not finish their fix until their deadline, um, not finish their fix, but not even start their fix until the deadline, Big Bang is probably not for you. Uh, because it really is a months-long collaboration. So that's what I'll say about that. <laughs> um, I want to <laughs> no, you're right. And one of the other things that Emma said was that um, there are more artists out there than we realize. Like I was saying that some people don't consider themselves artists when they are. Um, and she says at the podcast audience, are you sure you're not an artist? You might be. Um, and uh, um when are we are we gonna move on to NaNoWriMo and finding time to write yes okay because I since I have my my screenshots of my conversation with her I want to go ahead and say what she did most of her writing time so we did finding time to write that was one of the asks we got was like when do you find time to write and different people write differently yeah. um I am I am sometimes uh Tina from Bob's Burgers getting up and writing fic at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> before my day starts um and uh sometimes it's lunchtime um i have kids and i am home with two of them and we all i also am homeschooling and so i have uh that takes up a lot of my day and so writing doesn't happen then it happens um when they're eating lunch uh on my phone <laughs> Um, or uh, or it happens at night after they've gone to bed or I have um, uh, I usually have Thursday evenings by myself it is my alone time and I go to the library or um, like you could go anywhere if you have I mean I could go anywhere but I like the library because it's quiet and I don't get a lot of quiet um, I am currently behind three shut doors <laughs> in order to do a, the the podcast recording because it's just loud here all the time, um, which, you know, I'm used to that, but uh, it wouldn't record well. And it's not good for writing. But that was another thing um, that Emu said. Uh, she says she writes for, she's done NaNoWriMo, um, but uh, she writes during her lunch break at work. Uh, late at night after all of her roommates have gone to bed and her house is silent. And she says, and some of us have to stop lying to ourselves. Can you really work better with music playing, the TV on, or is that just how you feel the most comfortable? Because those two things aren't necessarily synonymous. You may be more comfortable with the television on in the background, but are you writing more? Um, so, uh, you have to really be honest with yourself. And then she also says, if you're in a real time crunch and you're stuck, switch your font to Comic Sans. It does work. Merrill Herald was written in Comic Sans completely. Okay. I remember you opened that doc and you were like, why, Lauren? 
don't do this to me. I wrote on uh, on the plane yeah. <laughs> from New York home in like this teeny tiny script font that I couldn't even read because I didn't want, there was a kid sitting next to me that I didn't know and I didn't want them to like read, you know, impreg yeah. smut over my shoulder. Um, but uh, she says, try switching to Comic Sans, try writing by hand and, or try writing voice to text in your phone um, which, uh, or leaving yourself a voice memo, um, because sometimes a voice memo is a, like a, a mess, but you're getting stuff out of your head. And I know that we do that when we're brainstorming. Yep. And a lot of times I'll record myself talking to you and I'll be like, I'm so stuck. I'm so stuck. I'm so stuck. But then I talk through it for five minutes and then I go, Oh, wait a minute. I figured it out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of like mixing it up, I guess. Yeah. All right. That's the end of her notes. So um, I also, I work a full-time job. I have a kid and a husband, um, which isn't to say that people who don't have those things don't also have other time commitments. Um, those are just my time commitments. Um, oh, I, yeah, like when I was in my early, tw I mean, I went, when I was younger and I was working full-time and going to college full-time, um, anything that I wanted to do for myself was done uh, after I was done studying on Sundays. <laughs> so like, you know, you have to, you have to schedule it and yeah. know when you have time and make yeah. it a priority too. Yeah. That's really, I, I need to, um, you know, like you guys have said, I also sometimes write on my lunch break. Um, I have an office job where it is um, normal for people just to sort of eat at their desk. Um, and keep going on with their day and not take like a proper break. Um, but sometimes it's, it's really good for me to get up away from my desk to go get my lunch somewhere else um, and sit down with my phone and write for 45 minutes or whatever. Um, I think sometimes knowing, okay, I only have 45 minutes, bang out as much as I can now. Don't overthink it, just get it out. You can go back and fix it later. I think that's helpful. Um, sometimes I get a lot written during lunch. Um, I sometimes write, you know, I'll come home. My husband will sometimes like want to hang out with me, which is great, but sometimes I need to write. Um, so we'll like sit on the couch. I will put on headphones, um, like noise canceling headphones. He can watch whatever he's watching on TV. We can sit next to each other on the couch and I can not watch TV while he watches TV. And instead I'm writing. Um, that happens sometimes. Um, that only works if your partner knows that you were writing fan fiction. I know that's not always the case. Um, I also write, I, I tend to write best in the mornings, um, but I don't have a lot of time in the mornings. But if I get a weekend morning that's like quiet in the house, that's my, I love writing at that time. That's my favorite time to write. Me too. Um, and I have a desk at my house where I do most of my writing. That's where I like I should be writing, but I also take my laptop to the couch to bed, to anywhere. Sometimes I live in New York, uh, I live in Brooklyn. Sometimes I'll take my phone, like I'll write on the subway to or from work if I'm like really inspired and, you know, want to get something out. Um, so I sort of write all over the place. I don't very often go to like a library or a Starbucks to write, um, but I know a lot of people do that too. Yeah, I think it, again, it depends on what kind of uh, environment you need um, to write in. Um, but try new things. If yeah. you 
think you're the type of person that needs absolute, like what, what Emu said, if you think you're the type of person that needs absolute silence and no people around you, try taking your phone to the park and sitting, you know, on a bench and writing, you know, in Google Docs on your phone and see what happens. Um, I will sometimes, if I'm being very distracted and I haven't written for a while and I know that I'm going to sit down and not write when I'm sitting down to write, um, because I know myself and I know that's what I'll do. Sometimes I will actually take my laptop to a cafe if I can find time um, on a weekend or something and um, I will turn off my internet um, because otherwise I'm on Tumblr, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm checking my email, I'm, you know, shopping, who knows what I'm doing. Um, but um, if I turn off my internet and I can't go out and search things, that helps um, me focus a little bit more too if I'm out and about in the world. I do that sometimes at the library since Google Docs will save to your computer um, when you're not connected to the internet, I'll, I will just not connect to the Wi-Fi at the library um, and just write like it's a word processor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, um, and just, uh, and then, you know, the next time I connect to the internet, it'll, it'll save it to my Google Docs that way. Um, and it does, it makes it when you're not constantly like switching and there are programs that will, uh, you can add, like, I think they're like, a, like, um, for Google Chrome, maybe like a extension that, um, you can like set like a timer and it won't let you visit certain websites until the timer goes off. Um, I've never used that. I don't know if it works. Um, but yeah. And then NaNoWriMo, I think we wanted to yeah. talk about that. Yep. Um, NaNoWriMo is great. You can sign up for it. NaNoWriMo stands for National Novel Writing Month. That's where it's like the first two or three letters of each of those words, National Novel Writing Month. Yes. And it yes. is November. Um, 30 days. 30 days and 50,000 words. Um, again, you are signing up to commit to do this, but like it's only your own, you know, it's not like anyone's counting on you to finish it. It's just you, you know, it's sort of like a goal. So um, if you sign up properly, like on the NaNoWriMo website, um, you can put in like how many words you've done each day and it tracks it for you and lets you know like how close you are to your goal. Um, and I think the point of NaNoWriMo when, when it started many, many, many years ago was um, just to get a first draft done. Um, so it is not meant for you to come out with a perfect thing. It's for you to come out with a draft, a first draft, um, a shitty first draft, as some people like to refer to them as, um, just to write. I think it's like about fifteen hundred. I just, I just, it's six, it's uh, one thousand six hundred and sixty-six point six 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 six. There we go. <laughs> so just under seventeen hundred words a day, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, but again, it's not, uh, it's not meant to be perfect or a final draft. You're just yeah. churning words out. Um, and hitting your goal because 50k is what they say uh, novel length yep. and um, so if you hit your goal you've written a novel over the course of a month and yes it's probably like in really crappy shape and maybe some of it doesn't make sense um, but when you go through and you edit and you do a second draft and you edit and you do a final draft or whatever you end up with 
a book. Mm -hmm. um, and it's cool because like last year we did a NaNoWriMo group chat um, and uh, I'd forgotten about that until just now. Uh, <laughs> and we were all trying to hit goal every day. And, um, and so it was nice to have that community of people going, you know, like um, I hit, uh, I hit, 2000 words today or like occasionally like I hit 5k in a day like this is crazy and it's just so much fun because you have people cheering you on last year we had uh Suze did two big bangs and she wrote them both in the month of November like yeah <laughs> like that was awesome <laughs> that was just totally awesome yeah and I did I did a modified version because I knew I wasn't going to write that much every day, but so I had a goal of like a thousand, five hundred words, a thousand words, somewhere, something, eight hundred. I don't know. I, I made up some, you know, some number. Um, and I knew I wasn't going to hit hit how many I needed for NaNoWriMo, but I wanted, um, I was in the group chat and I wanted like to at least check in with what I could do each day. So I just made, you know, modified goals and tried to work towards that. And so, yeah, so that's definitely something that if you, if people are interested in doing NaNoWriMo, but that 1700 words a day is, is too much or to like too scary of an idea. Um, it's just uh, setting a goal for yourself of, you know, even if your goal is just to write every day for 30 yeah. days, you know, even if it's just two words, like just making yourself open a doc and write something. Yeah. Um, uh, every day for 30 days can get you in the habit of writing and then you find yourself writing more without realizing it. Yeah. And you're really, um, you know, at that point you're really forced to find time, um, to write because you, you're, you know, you're trying to hit these goals. Um, so you're like any free snatches of time. Um, that's why I knew I wasn't going to, because for me, I'm, I'm a slow writer. So for me to do that, um, number of words a day, it's literally like, it's literally all of my free time in a day. Um, and I knew, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that. Um, so that's why like a modified one works for me. Um, oh, I had a thought and it's gone. Damn it. <laughs> well, I really wish that wouldn't happen. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> age uh, uh but yeah NaNoWriMo is good for Big Bang so uh anybody who might be listening who would want to do oh I was gonna say is uh you have to make writing a priority and uh it's hard because you're that means you're making yourself a priority and a lot of people women especially don't do that um you make your friends your family whoever else a priority and you leave yourself for last which leaves anything that you want to do for yourself last and so like i've said i have to take uh one evening a week where i take a couple hours to myself and i can do whatever i want and sometimes i go and i walk around target and most of the time i write because um it's something that I'm doing for me. Ultimately, you know, I'm writing for myself and for you. Everybody else that reads is just like bonus people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am my own biggest fan. Yeah. Um, and so for the people who are struggling with finding time, 
Um, you know, if, if writing is super important to you, you just have to prioritize. And I know that people have like very, very little time, but like, you know, uh, get up 30 minutes early and have your laptop by your bed and just sit up and open your laptop before you even get out of bed, write for 30 minutes and Mm -hmm. then do your day or, um, or promise yourself you're going to go to bed at nine o'clock and spend from nine to 10 writing. Mm -hmm. And then at 10 o'clock you watch whatever your show is or whatever, you know, go on Tumblr or whatever. Um, you, you just have to, you have to make it happen and you have to make writing a priority, make yourself a priority there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are we done? Um, I wanted to say, I want to go, I have, I made myself a note. I want to go way back to when we were talking about paying your artists. Yes. Um, so, um, just to clarify for anybody who may not know this, um, AO3, um, is I'm sure I'm going to get these details wrong so you can look them up yourself. Um, but AO3 is basically like, um, a nonprofit committed to helping people who are not making profit. Um, which is why writers um, cannot put links on their AO3s to, we can cover this more, we can look up the actual details during um, when we talk about tools in AO3 a little bit more. But, um, you know, the whole point is that, especially for, for if you're taking like a fiction and you're creating fan fictions from that, you're, you know, using those characters um, and like the legal ramifications that have come from that historically. Um, so AO3 is there to protect you. And they're there saying, none of these people are making money from their writing, um, which is why there's a difference between um, like paying your artist and you as a writer not getting paid. Right. If you want to write something and get paid for it, you don't put it on AO3. And you cannot have, uh, what are the, what are they called? The different uh, websites that you, people link to. Like the, I'm going to butcher these words. Is it Patreon? Or how Patreon? Patreon, something like that. And then I, I see that word and I go Patronus. Yes. <laughs> um, and then there's the co- Ko-Fi, coffee. Co- I don't know. How I think it's coffee. It. Yes, because it's buy me a coffee. Yeah. Um, that one. So you can't have any of those links on your AO3, which again, we'll talk about later. But I just wanted to cover that while we were talking about like paying your artist. Um, that's why as a writer, no one is paying you if you're putting it up on AO3. So, yeah, because it's separate. Yeah. That's completely separate from AO3, yeah. Challenges. Yeah, let's talk about challenges. The, um, well, and most, I guess, FICFests, all FICFests would be considered challenges, but challenge challenges, like wordplay. Um, I, I would put a thousand, the thousand feelings. Thousand feelings. I would put that in, even though I feel like people are a little more... But the the concept and why it was started, I think, um, puts it under a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wankfest. Yes. Um, And then the the Shake Off the Dust thing. Yeah, Shake Off the Dust. I would put, um, I would actually put the Short Fick Fest in there, too. Oh, and the Drabble Challenges. Yeah, Drabble. Oh, yeah, Drabbles. Because a Drabble is a hundred words. Yes. And that uh gets that word gets thrown around to mean like a lot of different things and I know I do it and you do it and we mean snippet or short fic base or ficlet. Well, yeah. But I'm better that, about tagging now is ficlet, not drabble. 
Yeah, because a drabble is is a defined as a hundred word story because that's the challenge of it is to write precisely one hundred words, no more, no less, and tell a story. And it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really, really hard to do. Yeah. I remember um, the first one. Do you remember your first one? My first drabble. Yeah. Didn't we both do it at the same time? I did my, it was for the first, like, ne- like, Fanworks Day or whatever it was. Yeah, um, it was when I posted it on AO3, and it was, uh, yeah, just a thing, yeah. Yeah, it was like uh, AO3 does their uh, Fanworks uh, Day sometime in February, I think. Yeah. And, um, uh, and that they, like, do all sorts of stuff through, uh, through their website, like, um, uh, their blog and stuff. And I found out from you that a drabble was a hundred words. And I was like, oh, I can do this probably maybe and tried and you wrote one too. And yeah, that was really cool. Oh, it's due today. I could do a hundred words today. And then I was like, Oh, this is actually really hard. Yes. <laughs> it was so hard. And then having it baited, having yeah. you beta it because like write a hundred words exactly. And then like go in and I've written the, the, you know, like, Oh, I'm down to 99. <laughs> But those were fun when, while, uh, let's say I did five seasonal travel, because we did winter, spring, summer, fall, winter, and uh, it, the signups dropped, so that was why I quit doing it, um, and I had said something about maybe doing, like, one travel thing, like, at Christmas or something, and making it, like, holiday-themed, but... Those are really fun. I loved the amount of like emotion and stuff that people are able to put into literally a hundred words. Yeah. Um, I really love the idea of challenges in general and sort of, um, I know that for fan, for fanfic, you know, a lot of people aren't out here trying to um, necessarily improve. They just, they're just out here having fun and that's obviously great. But um, I think challenges are a really great way for somebody to try to stretch their wings a bit um, and see if they can, you know, try something new, try something a little different. Um, you know, that was part of the reason why we started the short, the short fic fest. Um, because it's 2,500 words max, right? Yeah, there's a 2,500 word max. And then we were really hoping that we could get like, maybe we'll get some poetry, maybe people will do different pairings or no pairings or... Um, they'll tell like different kind of stories and they won't all just be like short, um, you know, fix about the, yeah, yeah, just fix about the same thing that have some at the end and are, you know, obviously great, wonderful fix. Um, but we were hoping, you know, doing this, that we would get a little bit more variety and, um, you know, we've gotten some, there were, there've been some really, really cool. There fix. were so many good fix in the, in the fest this year. Yeah. Um, and didn't you get, were were there poems? People wrote some poetry for it, or if I remember correctly, there was some poetry. Yeah, because there have been a few poems in the um, wordplay as well. Yes, and maybe thousand feelings. Yeah. Um. So wordplay is also one that's just um, you do you get one word as your prompt, um, and you get one week to post it, and that is it. Um, and you've just got to push yourself to write a fic in that time period. And there's no word count minimum, I don't think. Yeah. You could write two words. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what's your shortest fic? (laughs) My shortest fic? Yeah. I mean, definitely the the hundred word drabbles are my shortest. After that, 
Um, for the short Fic Fest one year, I wrote a, I did a play on a Joe Brainerd, um, who is an art, who is a, who is an author who did, um, like I remember. So all of his sentences start yes. with, I remember. So I thought it would be fun to try and do that for, for a fic. Um, so I wrote a, a Zium, Zium, Zium fic. Um, that's just, I remember this. I remember that. I remember this. Um, and that one's just over a thousand, I think, or just under a thousand, maybe. Your short, where your shake off the dust fic had yeah. to be under 500 words. Yep. I wrote that limerick for the 29 words. <laughs> I should have made it 28. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Um, but it's fun to try to do that, to try to like the, the um, 2,500 word limit for the short fic fest or the time limit for the wordplay where you only have seven days to write a fic and get it completely posted. And there are no like late posting because it's part of a collection. The collection closes, you move on to the next prompt. And like, it's okay when you sign up for that to maybe not do a week. You know, yeah. like as long as you keep doing the rest of them. Um, and then the Shake Off the Dust was a 500 word maximum. And what was really cool about that was a lot of people went with that and did exactly 500 words. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is probably even harder than to do 100 word. Yeah, I think so. Because with 100 words, you can sort of focus in like you know that it needs to be one single moment. Because you yeah. don't have enough words to write anything longer than that. Um, and with 500, it's sort of like, well, it needs to be longer than a moment, <laughs> but not much. It's got to be five moments. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I did the, um, what was it? The insomnus. That one's 500 words. And that was just like, it got close to 500 words. And I was like, hmm, maybe it can be exactly 500 yes. words. <laughs> uh, so those are, let's see, what are we missing anything from the challenges list? Um, those are, I think, the main ones I can think about at the moment. But the purpose of those for people listening is to challenge yourself to do something different outside of your comfort zone um, and not necessarily, you know, write what you would normally write um, and, and just m even just mess around, you know, like I wrote a limerick. It's ridiculous and dumb but still it's you know it was fun to do and it was actually hard, harder than I thought it would be <laughs> to write a limerick yeah. so um yeah I think people uh and and like the thousand feelings thing where like everybody is totally cool that does that and everybody's nice and you can just you know like you just send a message and get a prompt and the prompts are like um oh the one I wrote <laughs> <laughs> the one I wrote with heading for limbo and but that prompt was the the feeling when uh when you really have to pee I can't remember exactly but it's like stuff like that where there and you don't know what you're getting you pick a number from one to a thousand and if your number hasn't been taken um then you get you know that random feeling and it's always something like I had the one that was so hard it was like because I'm because of the religion aspect it was like Something about like believing in creationism or something. Oh yeah, the theory of evolution fic that was yeah, so good. Yeah, um, 
so it's yeah. like the feeling that you get when you're talking to someone and you realize that they believe in creationism. Yeah. Or something like that, yeah. Um, but those are, you know, it was it was started with the with the purpose of when you, um, you know, they would post every week, so you could get one and write it in a week, um, and they can be short little things, and you write, um, you know, the thick around that feeling, and. I love the one that you did that is the feeling where you almost, like, run over a small animal or something like that. Yeah. And the way that you took that to um, be, like, about uh, that that actual, like, gut, that, like, feeling that you get when when something like that happens, but it made it about something else. Yeah. Um, I love that fic. Yeah, I do, too. Mine was the panic that you might not make it to the bathroom on time. That was a whole chapter around Harry having to pee. Um, And I had one, I had one that I, that I gave back that I couldn't handle. That was like the the pressure of, of tax day or something. Like I can't do it. But they're fun. Yeah. And, and it's a good way to, um, to force yourself to quickly write something to get back into the groove of writing. Yes. Um, and it's great for people who haven't written yet, um, who maybe want to write their first fic, um, because there's sort of a timeline. It's a very nice group of people there, but it's also very low key. Um, you could just choose it and write it and go and, um, you know, then you're part of this big group of people who have who have done these eventually 1000 fics. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably going to do Wankfest again uh, since it's. May 28th it'll be a four-week thing uh starting on the 1st of May and everyone posting on the 28th I haven't really thought about uh how um if we just if I just do it the same way where everybody just writes a fic about masturbation (laughs) however they want to do it um or if uh, I really love my fic for that like it has such a spot in my heart oh Liam and that fic is so great yeah um but and that's yeah. what I think is because I think for me personally, I love, I love doing things like that, that are not, um, you know, in this fandom, Larry fix get a lot of hits. Um, but it's fun to sort of challenge yourself and think about what else you can, for me, for me, I should say, it's, it's fun to think about the different ways you can play with things um, and write sort of outside the box or outside with what you normally write. Yeah. I had fun with those. Those were hilarious. And it came like... I love those fics. They were so, they were so fun. And yeah. they're so different. Like, I know that when uh, was it Lane was like, um, Lauren, you should totally run a fest for this. And I was like, it's the 1st of May. I'm doing it. Doom. And then it was like on. Um, and and we were talking, you and I were talking, and we were like, we're just going to get a bunch of fics with people jerking off. Like, you know, like that's boring. But every single one was so different and yeah. um like the mood <laughs> and breakups and yeah sad wanks and like... vegetables yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like it's always fun to do that and i encourage anyone who has not written before or who maybe only writes long fix or something like that to sign up for something or, or try to challenge yourself to do something shorter. Um, especially if you've never done a fest before, like, you know, uh, sign up for something like that. 
it's a lot less pressure, especially yeah. like Wankfest. It's like nobody signed up, just sign, just write a fic and post it and it'll be in the collection. That's it. Um, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So that's it for today's episode. Yes. Next time we're talking about point of view. Yes. I have notes here. Yes, look at me go. I have notes. You wrote such great summaries for these three episodes. I did. You're gonna Thank have to. You. I'm gonna so, make. Yeah, I'm gonna make you do that from now on. Since you're just, <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. That's <laughs> fine. Job. Um, I learned it from homeschooling. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, yeah. Next time we're doing point of view. And when we discussed that, we had very different ideas of what that was going to be because I have no formal training in writing and like, like negative formal training. In writing. <laughs> and so I don't know anything about anything uh, when it comes to like the technical aspects and like the, I guess, uh, be, like I said, point of view it's like whose whose point of view are you writing from and you're like wait a second i have this list so we're going to talk about um uh first point first person um second person third uh and then what's the third omniscient mm-hmm. yep. i said that right <sighs> like um, i'm gonna struggle with that next week just so everyone knows yeah that's like yeah. saying statistics over yeah. and over again <laughs> exactly. um but and we will touch on head hopping and uh, also unreliable narrators because that's kind of become like a bigger thing, I think, yeah. in mm-hmm. fiction. And uh, whose story are you telling? Why do you choose point of view? Uh, how you decide um, and stuff like that. So that's the next episode. We had an ask from someone who wanted us to talk about fan art and they have not come back yet. So if they are listening, we would like to know uh, more specifically what you're interested in us discussing about fan art. And I think that's it. I want to say thank you to Amu for sending us all your notes. Yes. All of your thoughts. It's uh we uh Imu, um uh London Fog in a Cup, yes. um uh Lady Londonderry on AO3 yes yeah. yep uh amazing uh mods Big Bang uh artist and author hilarious person all yes. around super yes. awesome yes. and uh um and sent us lots of notes about Big Bang um. And I guess that's it. Yeah. Okay, uh, so this has been the Rose and Dagger podcast. <laughs> it's so great because, like, no one can see us, and I'm sitting here, like, talking with my hands the whole time, doing finger guns, like, all kinds of stuff. You can't see me. Nick is seeing me. Yay. Okay, so I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything. And I am Nick, um, Lou and Has AF. And Which I always say Lou and Has as. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I like every time you say Lewin has AF, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and yes is a world. Sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. And yes is a world on AO3. All right. Oh, so we'll be back. Thanks everyone for listening. Yay. Hey, bye. Bye.